0: Hello friends, I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the word of God. 2 Kings chapter 15. In the 27th year of Jeroboam, king of Israel, Azariah, son of Amaziah, king of Judah, began to reign. He was 16 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 52 years. His mother's name was jechaliah She was from Jerusalem. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father Amaziah had done. The high places, however, were not removed. The people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incense there. The Lord afflicted the king with leprosy until the day he died, and he lived in a separate house. Jetham, the king's son, had charge of the palace, and governed the people of the land. As for the other events of Azariah's reign and all he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? Azariah rested with his ancestors and was buried near them in the city of David, and Jotham, his son, succeeded him as king. In the thirty-eighth year of Azariah king of Judah, Zechariah, son of Jeroboam, became king of Israel in Samaria, and he reigned six months. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, as his predecessors had done. He did not turn away from the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, which he had caused Israel to commit. Shalom, son of Jabesh, conspired against Zechariah. He attacked him in front of the people, assassinated him, and succeeded him as king. The other events of Zechariah's reign are written in the books of the annals of the kings of Israel. So the word of the Lord spoken to Jehu was fulfilled. Your descendants will sit on the throne of Israel to the fourth generation. Shalom, son of Jabesh, became king in the thirty-ninth year of Uzziah, king of Judah. And he reigned in Samaria one month. Then Manahem, son of Gadi, went from Tirzah up to Samaria. He attacked Shalom, son of Jabesh, in Samaria, assassinated him, and succeeded him as king. The other events of Shalom's reign and the conspiracy he led are written in the book of the Annals of the Kings of Israel. At that time, Manahem started out from Tirzah attacking Tipsa and everyone in the city and its vicinity. Because they refused to open their gates. He sacked Tipsa and ripped open all of the pregnant women. In the thirty ninth year of Azariah, king of Judah, Menahem, son of Gadi, became king of Israel, and he reigned in Samaria ten years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord. During his entire reign, he did not turn away from the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, which he had caused Israel to commit. Then Poul, king of Assyria, invaded the land, and Menahem gave him a thousand talents of silver to gain his support and strengthen his own hold on the kingdom. Menahem extracted this money from Israel. Every wealthy person had to contribute fifty shekels of silver to be given to the king of Assyria. So the king of Assyria withdrew and stayed in the land no longer. As for the other events of Menahem's reign and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel? Menahem rested with his ancestors, and Pekahiah his son succeeded him as king. In the fiftieth year of Azariah, king of Judah, Pekahiah, son of Menahem, became king of Israel in Samaria, and he reigned two years. Pekahiah did evil in the eyes of the Lord. He did not turn away from the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, which he had caused Israel to commit. One of his chief officers, Pekah, son of Remaliah, conspired against him. Taking fifty men of Gilead with him, he assassinated Pekahiah along with Argob and Aria in the citadel of the royal palace at Samaria. So Pekah killed Pekahiah and succeeded him as king. The other events of Pekahiah's reign and all that he did are written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel. In the 52nd year of Azariah, king of Judah, Pekah, son of Remaliah, became king in Israel in Samaria, and he reigned there 20 years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord. He did not turn away from the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, which he had caused Israel to commit. In the time of Pekah, king of Israel— Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, came and took Ijon, Abelbeth-Mekah, Genoa, Kadesh, and Hazor. He took Gilead and Galilee, including all of the land of Neptali, and deported the people to Assyria. Then Hoshea, son of Elah, conspired against Pekah, son of Remaliah. He attacked and assassinated him and then succeeded him as king in the 20th year of Jotham, son of Uzziah. As for the other events of Pekah's reign and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel? In the second year of Pekah, son of Remaliah, king of Israel, Jotham, son of Uzziah, king of Judah, began to reign. He was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 16 years. His mother's name was Jerusha, a daughter of Zadok, he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father Uzziah had done. The high places, however, were not removed. The people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incense there. Jotham rebuilt the upper gate of the temple of the Lord. As for the other events of Jotham's reign and what he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? In those days, the Lord began to send Rezin, king of Aram, and Pekah, son of Remaliah, against Judah. Jotham rested with his ancestors and was buried with them in the city of David, the city of his father. And Ahaz, his son, succeeded him as king. Now, a lot of intrigue, a lot of assassination, a lot of mess in this chapter. First, we're introduced to a king known as Azariah. Azariah, the son of Amaziah, began to reign in Judah, and he reigned for 52 years. Now, this Azariah is also known as Uzziah. It gets a little confusing. So he became a leper, and uh, he was afflicted with leprosy when he tried to perform some of the priestly duties in the temple. And so he was um, uh, struck with leprosy, but all in all, he was considered a good king. Jeroboam II in Israel was um, succeeded by his son, Zechariah. Zechariah reigned for six months. Then a man named Shalom murdered Zechariah and took Israel's throne. Shalom was succeeded by Menahem, who ruled Israel for 10 years. At this point, under Menahem, Assyria began to come against Israel. It happened um, during the reign of this Menahem. It says he did evil in the eyes of the Lord during his entire reign. He did not turn away from the sins of Jeroboam. Verse 19, then Pool, the king of Assyria, invaded the land, and Menahem gave him a thousand talents of silver to gain his support and strengthen his hold on the kingdom. Now, let's just stop there for a second. It's believed that the Assyrians began to come against the northern kingdom, somewhere around 786 BC they're going to continue to come against the northern kingdom until finally they destroy it around 722 BC. When they destroy the, the northern kingdom, they take the people captive uh, the people of Israel into Assyria and into other countries and they begin to put residents of other countries into the into the Holy Land where the ten tribes had been located. And so during the days of this Menahem, it started, Menahem was succeeded by a man named Pekah. And in the days of Pekah, Assyria carried the northern kingdom into captivity. And so it names the specific areas that uh, the king of Assyria came against. By the way, the king of Assyria was named Tiglath-Pileser, interesting name, And um, he deported the people to Assyria. Now, friends, this is one of the most important events in Israel's history. So I just want to take a minute to emphasize it. The destruction of the Northern Kingdom, the captivity of the Northern Kingdom, um, the Assyrian conquest, which, as I said, was finalized somewhere around 722 B.C. This set in motion a series of events that has never been rectified since that time And so you've heard the expression, uh, the lost tribes of Israel. This is where the northern ten tribes became mixed uh, with other people groups by Assyria. Assyria literally deported the people of the northern kingdom, the northern ten tribes, and scattered them into the Assyrian uh, Empire, among other nations. And they brought other nationalities into what was known as Samaria, and uh, transplanted them there. For example, um, uh, in the time of Christ, the Samaritans were this mixed-bred group of the people that had been transplanted there, and then some of the Jews who had migrated back from the Assyrian Empire, and some that had migrated from the later uh, Babylonian Empire, found their way back to Samaria. But this destruction that takes place in this chapter affects Israel and the Jewish people to this very day. So it can't be overemphasized. Remember that date, 722 B.C., Assyria conquered the northern kingdom and uh, took Israel into captivity. And the reason was because Israel had become apostate through the sins of Jeroboam and this golden calf worship. There'll be much more on that uh, in the chapters ahead. So, Lord, we recognize that this was a seminal event in Israel's history. Lord, you know where each and every person of Jewish descent is on the planet Earth. We ask you, Lord, that you would gather them all to you, that they would once again be your chosen people, close to your heart, and that they would recognize Jesus as their Messiah in this generation. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.